All right, we're recording. Cool. It's uh, episode six. was originally going to be a guest episode. Yeah, we were supposed to have a third today. Yeah, so we have Diesel in the studio again. Once again. He's the fill-in, the um, yeah. permanent fill-in. Whenever we don't have a guest, he can uh, just come in and be our third wheel. And it's cool by me. But uh, why don't you... Do you want to get right into who we were going to have on and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, we can do that. Cool. We'll do that. Um, we are going to have on a co-worker of ours. Um, kind of a friend. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Call, well, let's that'll not, make him feel good. Let's not give him too much credit. Well, I mean, I got to say one good thing about him before we continue this conversation. He's a guy we work with. He's a guy we work with. And he... Uh, He's done. He's dabbled in stand-up comedy over the past what year? Yeah, something like that. I, I wouldn't even say a year. Probably like six months. Yeah, he's done a few sets here and there, and we've worked with him. And uh, he's kind of interested in this sort of thing. So we were like, you know what? He'd be a fun person to have in. We have a good dynamic because we've always shot the shit at work, and it's usually fun conversation. So I thought it would be a good opportunity to have somebody on, and uh, it'd be good. Yeah, just just get a different voice in, mix it up a little bit. Someone that that isn't too busy with other obligations as far as no. like other comics and shit go. Yeah, exactly. It's not like and and we know him personally. His schedule is not the busiest when he's not working. So today he didn't work. And uh anyway, we were supposed to what it's about he was supposed to be here at 12:30. And you texted me at 12.30 saying he had not hit you up, right? Well, I told him 12.30 to give him a 30-minute cushion because yes. I knew you'd be here at 1, and I know how he fucking operates. Yeah, so we told him 12.30. And I texted him at 11 saying, like, giving, giving him the address and everything and didn't hear back from him until 12.30. Jeez. And at 12.30 he said... Just woke up. Just woke up. Fuck. Just woke up. Mm. And then, <laughs> didn't you tell him? Or are you pulling up your phone now? You're yeah, gonna read yeah, the text yeah, message. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll give you the deets. So at twelve thirty two, fuck. I just woke up. And I said Mike will be here around one. Yep. I'm and not it even is just after one now. Yeah, so I was here. it's one oh six. So you were right on time. I was just before one. We're already recording. So yeah, Mike did okay. How about Hunter? <laughs> Mike's here. Where's Hunter? Where's he at? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said, "I'm not even near my car." Huh. Okay. So he did go out drinking last night. Yes. Which I'll give him that. That maybe when you go out drinking, you stay up too late. You're going to sleep in a little bit, but it's not like this is a work obligation. Like this is a, this is a fun thing. Yes. Maybe you could set a fucking alarm. Maybe. Yes. This is something he said he was very excited for. Yeah. So he was, ex he was excited. And um, I even said, I'll, last night I even said, I'll text you at 11. Yes. In the morning. I'll text you at 11. <laughs> and and this is a guy who's looking to kind of get his feet wet and break into the comedy scene, do that. Uh, it's not a bad show to be on for that. No, nah, because um, it, it's like we've talked about before. There aren't a ton of people listening, so it's just get your chops, it, cut your teeth a little bit. And there might be some other local comics who listen 
come on the show, that yeah. kind of stuff. Over time, you know, I post it, say he does some local comedy, people are going to look at it and be like, I don't know who that guy is, or I don't know he does comedy. Like the other people in the scene, um, it's not like it's going to be much exposure, but I, I, it's kind of a big thing to be asked to be a guest on any podcast, even if they have no listeners, like zero. It's it's kind of a, an obligation to take them up on it unless it's a topic matter you don't want. It doesn't matter. He doesn't have to do the show. But it is really weird that I knew this was going to, not new, but I even said, I think he's going to bitch out. Everybody said it. Everybody said it. I, I even called, excuse me, I even called it last night. I even yeah. called, within a, within a separate group chat, I even said that he's going to go dark. He's not going to show up. Now, here's the thing about it. Is it that you can foresee him making mistakes along the way where he really does fuck up and he's like, damn it, or is he a liar? Like, which is it, dude? It's so easy to see the things that come, and it's like when you... Like, I thought he was going to be afraid to come on the show. You know, we bust his balls a lot, and he does a lot of stupid stuff, and he... and. I don't know. I, I was actually excited to have him on for one thing. I wanted to know if I treat him particularly worse than his group of friends, like people in his circle. Like, is is it something that, because I talk about personality types, just this last episode, I brought up how certain personality types trigger different, thi- trigger different things in me. This is the kind of guy that like, if I'm in a room full of people and busting his balls, some of the women in the room are probably going to think I'm bullying him. You know, like some of the people who are the a little way, like, some of the shit that you say to him and the way the way that you treat him definitely. Yeah, I can't help it, dude. I really cannot help it. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's just too funny not to say. It's just repeating back what he does. Essentially, <laughs> it's easy material. You just are like, did you really just think that if you did this, that would happen? Essentially, you well, know. Here's here's the fucked up thing is that. Yeah, he does do dumb shit, and it is easy to bust his balls, but he is funny. Like, he does say some funny shit, and he can carry a conversation. That's it. It's like he's not totally defenseless. It's like that guy that's, that's, he's not completely dumb in this way. So, like, he's not this guy. I would say the other guy we worked with, Jonathan, was like this. They're, like, about as dumb as you can be where you can still call him dumb and like pick on him for being dumb before it's like before oh, you, you feel bad because well, like you can't make fun of like a guy who's like mentally retarded yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. He, they kind of are you know it's like if you think of mental retardation or something like that or just being ha- having some sort of things where you just somebody might look at you and go, how do you not know that or you know like you might if someone was on your job who had Down syndrome? You'd be like, did you really think that was a good idea? You know, no. <laughs> but, um, but it's kind of they're because they aren't, and they're kind of just seen as just average, normal, and they look good. They're attractive. Him and him and Jonathan both have that going for them, where yeah. they don't like they're not totally bad at getting friends, being social, having people to go out with and they're attractive enough where they can get a hot girl. Um I guess that makes it easier for me to bust his balls. And yeah. he tries to hang, like he tries to give it back sometimes, which makes it good. Like there are some people who are easy targets where they're too sensitive. Like he goes nah, he, about it he, well. He's got very thick skin. 
He, yeah, he I, can I don't know if he he's... can take it well. I th- I think I, I think at the end of the day he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And does all this all this shit and people just rip him up for it, but he just doesn't fucking care. Yeah, and you know people listening it's like if they don't even have to know Hunter. I'm sure there's somebody that you know that that kind of fits that mold. Yeah. It's like the idiot cool guy or like the <laughs> It's the butt of the joke among the cool people. Like, they hang around people who are probably considered to be, in high school social circles, what you would consider the cooler kids. Yeah. Or at least, like, yeah. the jockey cooler kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Play I'd sports, attractive enough, all that kind of stuff. But I just want to know if he fits that role in other circles. You kind of hinted at that he does. No, you think he that people does. bust his balls in his friend circle? Dude, he definitely does. I'll I'll give him this like as much as as much of an idiot as you think he is. He fucking pulls chicks, like hot chicks too. So he definitely fits that like fits into like oh oh the, I mean like how do his fr- how do his friends pick pick on him and stuff do they oh, you well, think they think dude, he, everybody busts his balls everybody busts his balls what is it but I, I don't know I think it's just him just how he is overall do you think he bullshits more than he fucks up like do you think he lies to you to make it seem like he yeah yeah I, I think a lot of it is just playing into it all right the last few times that he has waited till a late amount of time to acknowledge the fact that he's not awake for something. So this podcast and work, if you had to say last three times, would you say there's more of a chance that twice he was lying and he knew that he was no showing, or would you say that twice he was telling the truth and he really just didn't wake up No, and he didn't, and no, he didn't no, no, plan no. on it? I'd say more than more likely than not, he was just lying. Lying, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's what, yeah. dude, and that is what fucking infuriates me with yeah. people like that. They, I don't like the lying. Because you see, I handle it differently than everyone else in the group. <laughs> like, you just kind of let it, I mean, you you get mad at him or, or say your shit. I like, I like want to know the facts. Like, I get all fucking detective on him. Like, Jonathan used oh, to be that way. Well, see, here's the thing. I've, I've, I've dealt with it so much more than you have between yeah. between the two of them. And countless people in and out in the job that we do. I've dealt with it so fucking much. At this point, I just don't even fucking care anymore. It's like, what's your excuse this time? Okay, fine. I, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It, it's like, I've just been beaten down and broken to that point. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you meet some people. But mm. but also, sorry to cut you go off. Go ahead, go ahead. But also, you immediately see through the bullshit. Or at least I do. I, I just, yeah. I don't pursue it like you do. You yeah. interrogate the motherfuckers. I'm just like, all right, fine, whatever. I know you're lying. I know you're full of shit. Whatever. Move past it. I'm done. It's just, the lies aren't smart enough or creative enough where I cannot fucking help myself. Yeah. One time, he didn't show up. He was supposed to be at work. At what time was it? Was it se- like 7.15 uh, uh, he was supposed the, to meet For Terry. the sake of the story, let's 7 just say 7.30. Okay, 7.30. Supposed to meet somebody at 7.30. What time did he eventually text him saying that? Wasn't it like after 12? It was like 2 p.m. or some shit? It was late that he finally texted him. It was after 12, but it might have been as late as 2 p.m. Probably. And he was saying that he just slept through it. Like, that is such an insane lie 
that I'm not saying there's nobody out there that's ever slept that far past when they were supposed to wake up. But like, all right, I don't know about you, what time would be the the earliest you could go to bed and randomly not wake up to go pee, to like roll over, you realize it's light in your room, like no. until 2 p.m. Dude, if it's... I've if never it, done it. If it's a weekday... My my internal clock has just gotten so used to the daylight in my room. Even if I forget to set my alarm, I'm still like my eyes are pinned open at six yes. o'clock. Like oh fuck, I slept. I, like I didn't set my alarm or I slept through my alarm. But you've definitely slept through an alarm before, right? Like there've oh, been yeah, times yeah, where yeah, you've been yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah, situation yeah. as plenty, he's telling. Plenty of times. It's never been like like five hours later. No. Like, this would be seven hours later. Like, you slept seven hours past the time you were supposed to meet the person. Like, hold on, let's let's take it even crazy. It gets even crazier. Because this is the way my mind works. It's not like you were supposed to get up at 7.30. You were supposed to be at the job at 7.30. Now yeah. we got to back it fucking up an hour. Now we got to say you, the earliest, like you, the latest 6:30. you would, 6.30 yeah. would have been the latest you would have set your alarm for. And I'll, in traffic, I don't know. I'll tell you this. I've slept through my alarm so many times at this point that I set two alarms. Yeah. So I set one at, let's just say 5.30 at what time I want to wake up. And then I'll set another one at six just in case I sleep through that. But yeah. I always, before I started doing that, I would always wake up about 45 minutes to an hour after my alarm went off. Yeah. Do you think he's gay, Hunter? That's another thing I wanted to ask him. Do you think he's a little gay? No. No? No, not at all. Okay. I did it first. I was wondering. I did, when... when <laughs> the third wheel photos? Do you think he liked the other Hunter? Yep, 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 yep. I did it first. When he, when, when the three of us started working together, I was a little unsure because when we would start doing like the labor construction talk and like talking shit about girls and that kind of stuff. He never had anything to say. No, but he's not, he's not. <laughs> no. Okay. Like I said, he, he pulls, he pulls some hot chicks. Yeah. What's, well, you know, that's at least he's got something going for him. <laughs> I mean, his dad's proud of something. My son's got some good tail coming in. <laughs> It's good. That's it's the, my boy. That's the one shining spot. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, um, nah, I know he, he's probably going to listen to this. Nah, that's why I wanted to just. Here, here's the thing. I like. I I do like Hunter. I do like him. And, but like you were saying, it's easy to shit on him, and especially in this situation, it's even easier to shit on him. Yes. But. I don't know. I lost my fucking train of thought. Oh, I, I just want to go on record and say like that him. you do like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on record and say that <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mike, does thanks. like Hunter. I that's do I do like him. As far as I'm going to go on the record about liking Hunter. And that's, he'll, he'll get a boner Diesel would probably like him. Probably not. No. Because nah. it, it would take up his studio spot. Yeah. He'd have to go in the other room. Well, no, we'd put the dog on the chair and put him on the dog bed. <laughs> on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Double sit. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, the double. If sit. a dog was sitting down and someone told you you had to sit on it, would you piggyback it or would you face away from it and sit back onto the slope? That would probably be the best, right? Would you face, face away? Away. So, like, the dog's face is looking into the back of your head. No. 
I don't understand like, what like, you're saying. Okay, so if a dog was sitting, and like when you tell a dog sit, how they sit with their butt down in the front up, <laughs> yeah. would you, and somebody said you had to sit on them, would you sit on them like you were riding their back? Or would you sit on them with your like butt? Like, like chest, dog chest to person back? Your chest is facing the direction of their tail. Oh, and so you, you would like straddle their... them, straddle them behind. Well, you, I mean, you. What? How would you sit on a dog if somebody said, "All right, here's your seat. You, you, uh, all the seats are taken. The dog's going to sit there. You can sit on the dog." And there's a mic. It's this perfect level. So when you're seated on the dog, <laughs> would you? Would you think it'd be easier to sit? <laughs> Do you get what I mean? <laughs> Not really, but keep going. I'll fi- I'll figure it out. I'll pick. I up just the had pieces. an image in my head of somebody sitting on a dog, and then I was like, "You would probably think to sit on them like you're riding their back, like you're okay. riding." Yeah, them, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But it probably would make more sense if the dog was sloped and you set your back, your butt, so your back was kind of perpendicular to theirs. No, you know? I think I think the riding scenario the riding? is the best one. Because then, the angles work out better that way. I don't know. Because we'll you sit it. you sit up straight and the dog sits sloped. Huh. So it's like that. But if you sit with your back to them and your butt comes in, it's like the perfect angle for you to really sit back into the dog. Like it gives you more support. If you're just riding them, you might like crotch down him, you know, just slid, slide down your crotch. Nothing, no good grip. Maybe you need some like inner thigh grips. Just in case we have a guest and we want them to sit on diesel. It's just an option. Well, well you know what, Mike? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. When a guest has to sit on the dog. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll do with Hunter when he does officially be in studio. We'll figure that one out. Um, no, we'll make him sit in like the fucking bathtub or something. Are we going to invite him back on ever? Ah, dude, he said, he goes, um, essentially, there's this one guy that's getting married next weekend. He's like, after that wedding, I got you. Like, dude, you, <sighs> thanks don't, for the hookup. you don't make the fucking demands. Thanks, thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks. You're you're doing us a favor. Thank you. Thank you, Hunter. We can schedule another one and then just rip you the first. That's what we have to do. I think if we have we should have a rule on this show. If you no show us, we spend the first part talking about how you no showed us, what things we don't really like about you. Yeah, we're just gonna pick you the, the fuck apart. One of us might go on record to say we actually like you, and that's about it. And then we'll move on. Well, actually, one of us might go on record for the other person yes. saying that they like you. And then, yeah, and if you do that, I might have to go on record to say I don't agree with that, but that's it, Steve's record. At least it's on record. It's on record. Regardless, <laughs> at least it's on record. All right. <laughs> that's, that's a record scratch. Uh, is that what that We're is? changing. It's like that's how a DJ does it. That's you a know, segue. That's a DJ segue. <laughs> record scratch. You know, you can just you can just like give me a wink and a point or something, and then I can just put that in and post. Yes. You don't have to make that noise. Okay. Well, I like it. Okay. We'll leave it. Go well, do, you think a, do you think there's a podcast out there that just has a sound effects guy? Yeah, dude. That's what producers are. No, 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 no. I know people run a soundboard. I mean, like like a police academy. I'm talking about a make sound with their mouths. Um, what do you call Michael that? Winslow. Is that, fo- is that folly work? Folly is... Sound effects stuff. Yeah. It's not all by the mouth, but it could be if you were good at it. I guess Anything. so, yeah. 
So like a vocal folly worker. We, we should look into that. Michael Winslow. Dude, if we had somebody in studio just to do that. We could probably get him for pretty cheap. Just like <laughs> give, give him a... Uh, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck's he doing now? He's, I have no idea, dude. Uh, we could probably give him Is like... Is he even alive? Is oh, that his he, name, Michael Winslow? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, if he's that famous where you know his name, he probably isn't going to come here. Yeah, but I mean, All right, Steve's looking about Michael Winslow. There we go. Uh-oh. That's a intro for another podcast. That's the I intro we to. we do our intro music off the record. We just play that for a couple minutes and get ready, and then we say, "All right, record," and we we do our own intro music that usually is not on the air. Yeah, it's just for us. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Michael Winslow. Yeah, that's him. Michael Winslow. What's his? What he? What does it say? How old is he? Um, sixty-five. That's probably right. I'll look it up real quick. This it's probably might... not. I mean, it depends on your definition of right. If uh, right, sixty. Is... Sixty. Th- okay. That's what I meant. Probably right. Yeah, Clo- in the close range, enough. In the ra- yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you can actually just put the Google away. Sounds good. <laughs> We're gonna go at sixty-five. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think we could give him like oh cool a June birthday. <laughs> <laughs> An Aries. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. Oh, that dude. You know what? You mentioned that unless you were going to take it in a direction. There is something I thought about talking about. Okay, cool. Because I got a couple points too we could go over. Okay, cool. You brought up Zodiac signs. It got brought up to me recently. Uh, the girl I'm dating mentioned something about somebody asking my Zodiac sign. And she's like, I don't, you know, she knows when my birthday is, but she's like, I don't really know Zodiac signs. And I was like, Thank God you are not super into Zodiac. Well, stuff. we talked about this before with the chick with the crystals and stuff. We yes, but I'm going to ask you not about Zodiac specifically. I was curious, what is the most kind of supernatural, magical element of life that you've ever experienced or you believe in? It could be something like ghosts. Ghosts, a hundred percent. You a hundred percent believe in ghosts. I've seen them. Okay. But is that, I mean, is that enough proof? I mean, if he, <laughs> I mean, they say seeing is believing. So okay. what else, what else do you want from me? No, 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 it's good. <laughs> how, how tall, how much of a C are we talking? Like I, I, I've seen multiple. So I grew up in a farmhouse that was built in like the, I think it was like 1809. Okay. Is when it was built. And the original owner of that house died in the place. And there were like, slave quarters and shit okay on the property and i've i've seen like apparitions and 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 full figured um figures what's an apparition is that like a native american yep apparition in like did they have like the feathers in them how did they look <laughs> no oh, okay so one kind of clear yeah there, there's, there's one time specifically where I saw a clear face of a woman. I was sitting there watching TV, and old farmhouses are sectioned off just like room by room. They're not like new houses where it's a wide open for, floor plan. It's like you have to walk through rooms to get to other rooms. It's just like squares on top of each other. Yeah. And I was sitting in our like family room area. That's where, where the TV was. And it was like 9 o'clock at night. My parents were upstairs sleeping. I don't know if I said this, but I was in like ninth or 10th grade. And uh, the stairwell was right next to the doorway of this room. Okay. And 
I, for whatever reason, I kind of looked and, and looked at the door well, and there was a woman standing there, like looking at me, like peering over or, or like peering around the door frame, looking into the fucking room. Weird. And, and I wasn't, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't on any kind of drugs. It was a reasonable hour at night and it just scared the ever living shit out of me. Was that the first time? Um, I don't know if it was, if it was the first time, but it was one of a few times. Okay. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> Have you ever had anything you experienced where somebody else is with you? It's always like solo encounters. Um, for the most part, it's been actually no. It's been it's been solo. It was never there was never like a second person there. Yeah, and that- and I will say this: anytime that anything's happened, it's been like like I said before, stone cold sober, nothing in my system. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, honestly, as far as sobriety goes, uh, I mean, even if you were a little drunk or if you were stoned, I mean, to literally see something like that in a room that has no effect and when nothing else seems inebriated, that is, no, and, regardless of whether or not you're fucked up, you're going to feel weird about that, you and, know? And when when that figure looked through, that that woman looked around the corner, it was... She was like white and there was no backlight. So it was like there was nothing that could be construed. There was no other light coming from the back to kind of fuck that up or yeah. nothing that could make a shadow in the doorwell. It was weird, dude. Is there anything else that you kind of have experienced other than, than ghosts specifically? Um, uh, just like sounds and stuff. Just sounds, yeah. but it ghost like things that would remind you of. Yeah, an- another ghosts. another one that really didn't fuck me up, but it scared the shit out of me was so our our attic was right above my bedroom. Obviously, second uh, my bedroom's on the second floor, attic's on the third, and it was just a normal stairwell up into the attic, and we had a drum kit set up there. This is like 11 o'clock at night. I'm laying in bed watching TV. I hear footsteps slowly walking up the stairs because the stairs backed up to my wall. Mm -hmm. And the head of my bed was directly on that wall. And I heard the stair, I heard the footsteps going up the stairs. And then they kind of stopped for a second. I got fucking goosebumps talking about this, dude. It, it it was a real thing. Like this wasn't. Well, I'm not a, saying a you didn't experience it. Well, how do you know that? That's a bold well, conclusion. So, so, you wouldn't be the one who knows if it's a figment of your imagination. So so um, the footsteps walked up the stairs. It was like ten stairs, a landing, five stairs, and then there were two other rooms in the attic, and then where the drum set was set up, I heard one of the fucking cymbals crash. Like yeah. someone had hit it and there was, there were no like bookshelves or shit hanging from the ceiling. There was nothing that could have made that symbol make that noise. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no, it's, I mean, I, 
I've heard you're not the first person who's told me a story like this. I expected a story like this when you said ghosts. So it's not, I mean, it's not that I am overly skeptical. Of course, if I've never experienced something like that, I don't know. I mean, it's easier yeah, for me to be, be like, there's going to be been an animal, could have been a mouse. Yeah. Could have been, I mean. Well, see, that's, that, you know, honestly, you said mouse. I thought it was a mouse. Okay. And the next day I went up and kind of investigated and I don't know where the fuck a mouse could have come from. The only way a mouse could have hit the symbol and a mouse is a soft thing i got you so it'd be like a, a soft mallet hitting the symbol as opposed to a drumstick this sounded like a drumstick i understand and there was nothing there were no holes in the ceiling above it or anything it was just no it's fascinating i i think that stuff like that definitely could happen as far as i, I don't think you're initially raw or it's not like i would gun to my head i wouldn't know what to say i would say he probably experienced it what do i think it is i don't know i would i would probably tend to believe that maybe stuff like that happens within people's perceptions that are real things i'm not so sure it's a communal thing i'm not so sure it's something that could be captured on a photograph or a bunch of people could be around and see it that seems a little crazy to me maybe it's something that could show itself to multiple people it's odd to me that everyone immediately jumps to ghost you know but i don't know not that you do but it's funny how like i don't know what i would think if i saw a shadowy figure i mean i I, I know everyone's like, that's what go- they're ghosts and aliens are like the two normal things to gravitate and, and towards. And there's, there's obviously your brain plays tricks on you. Yes. And there's shit, there's, there's times where you can think you saw something and you can just chalk it up to, uh, I just turned my head real quick. But the figure I was talking about, I looked at that thing for like 30 seconds. Well, I believe yeah. I imagine that you did see it. I imagine that because you did see something that is not just a trick or the, just an, a hallucination completely. No, because your your and your mind will fuck with you. And I I actually pretty sure I learned this because I went to school for audio engineering. Um, I learned this in school that when you're in like outside in the dark by yourself. Your brain will fuck with you and make you think that you hear things. Yeah. Because your your brain's a powerful thing. Oh yeah, <clears throat> we only what we know about it. You know, it's that's the thing is there's only what we know and can experience that we can draw from. But these are things that we don't understand that happen and don't make logical sense. And it's easy just to to say it's stupid. My biggest problem with that scene is there are so many people that see it as low hanging fruit to grab, like. It's always some fucking person who uh, it's like the psychic person is the tarot card person is the this and they don't got shit going for them. That's just that shit. That stuff's a scam. Yeah, I know. And that's the problem is there's so many scams. Like, do you believe in the integrity of like ghost hunting people? No, no, none of it. It's all bullshit, right? Pretty much. I mean, all of it. I mean, I don't 99% of it. I don't know, but for sure. Not for sure. I would say it's bullshit. I would, and I would go so far as to say that if you hook people up to a lie detector test, I, I bet, like, especially right after they told the story for the first time, because I don't know what crazy people can convince themselves over time, because that's a whole other yeah, psychology all, thing. Because if you keep telling yourself the same story over yes. and over, then you'll eventually believe it, and it I've eventually, it eventually becomes your reality. Yes, like that 
actually happen to you. And I think there's been studies done about that. Prison, I think they do it with prison and stuff, or something about, I heard something about that one time, something about people going to, to jail and then telling a story, and then the story they tell becomes true to them, even though it doesn't yeah, match yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that might be it. But I don't know. There's there's a bunch of stuff like that, and they come to those conclusions. Um it's hard for me to talk to about it to people I don't respect. But I'm that way with a lot of stuff. You know, there are people that make you question things because you respect the way they think and perceive, and they're not people who are extremely quick to, to talk about things like that and buy into things like that. That's why it's fascinating when you have a ghost story and it's not when well, it's, you know... Well, that, and that's, that's because you and I are kind of similar in the fact that well, at least I do, and I'm pretty sure you do too. You always, I always look at everything with a level of skepticism. Like, yeah, are you fucking with me? Or are you being for real? And then I'm going to listen to that person tell their story and figure out if they're full of shit or not. And I think you would rather exist and and react to what truth is, and not create a total fictional tale, especially at our age. With our wisdom, yeah. the part of you that wants to make up shit that's not true is just kind of lost, right? Yeah, I you, I try not to embellish stories. I mean, yeah. I, for like for dramatic effect, I'll uh, embellish a little aspect of it, but I'm not going to make up the whole fucking story right. from start to beginning. I mean, from start to end. Yeah, no, it's uh. It's an interesting one, man. I, I don't know what I think of that stuff. I have never experienced anything that's just like come out of the blue like that. Yeah. Like I, I've always told people that the only thing magical that I have undoubtedly experienced as far as like magical or mystical or supernatural um, is just psychedelia. Just stuff that has to do with, with yeah. psychedelics. That's the only aspect of anything that that gives me any sort of magic. I've had like weird things for a while. I remember I was on a streak of driving where I would pass a car and think it was somebody. And then like two cars later, the person that I thought was driving that vehicle would be driving a different vehicle and pass me. And I knew it was them. That's weird. so like, I would think I would see somebody and then I would see them. That I that, think that happened a lot to me. I think that could be chalked up to like deja vu, which is, yeah, deja deja vu is a weird fucking thing because it's like your mind taking a picture and then making it think that it happened, but it really just happened. Like it happened, yeah, weeks, months, years in the past, but it really just happened. It's it's very interesting. I don't know that I've had like stark deja vu where some people do like they're somewhere very specific and important and they're like I've been here dude or I've, I've known this feeling or like what the fuck that I've never had that thick of a level of it but I definitely find myself you know like the whole thing you learn a new word and then it pops up everywhere yeah. and you're like what how did I never recognize this word or hear this word or and like, now all of a sudden it's everywhere if you're if you're looking at a specific type of car that you're about to buy right. and you see it on the road all of a sudden everywhere 
everywhere. I've experienced a lot of extreme versions of that, like things that it's hard to explain. The only explanation I could come up with is that there must be times where maybe your your mind just is running so many thoughts at one time, you can barely even process all of the things that you're thinking about until you see something that reminds you of what you were thinking about. Yeah. Like you might you might be juggling it at one time, like your mind's just open and you're juggling a hundred people that you went to high school with generally, maybe not, but like then you happen to see one of them and it reminds you that you thought of them. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. might just think of thousands of people. I I, I don't know. I, that that's the only thing I could think of when you have that extreme of a coincidence. Like it's been so much that there are so many times I don't even want to ask where somebody has been. When I'm at like the MMA gym, I don't even want to talk about somebody who's not in the room or anything. They come like, you know, like if you say like, where's so-and-so been? I haven't seen them in months. Boom. They walk in the door. But I mean, that's, that's an, that's not an extreme one because it's people, magic. but people experience that kind of stuff a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone has experienced it to a point or most people have experienced it to a point where they even have to remind themselves like, like, okay, it probably isn't anything crazy, but was that something crazy? Like, I think that's yeah. the, yeah, yeah. everybody taps into a little bit of that. And I do believe in a collective unconscious to a degree. I believe that there are times where I have had like, you know, what where you, like jinxing, what? like, like where everyone's kind of tapped into people's minds, us, like what I say, unconscious, subconscious is what I mean. Like, yeah, like a yeah, collective, yeah. um, I guess it's a collective subconscious. It's your subconscious is collected to connected other, to like other people to other people and then it can trigger thoughts or it's or it's just collective consciousness I, I don't know one guy talks about it and he calls that morphic resonance which is like this energy that i guess glues us together is his theory and you hear things about weird things like they'll use studies where if um and this gets a little off topic and and we don't want to go down this lane too much because we're i'm no expert but there are like studies like this say a fishing lure on the East Coast, once it comes out on the East Coast and it's super effective, if they introduce it to the West Coast, fish there might already be a step ahead of that lure. Rat poison is the same thing. Rat poison constantly has to change. It's like... I think that can be chalked up to reasonable explanations of, of I don't know, that. dude. Well, there's, there's a lot of studies about it. I'm not doing the best example. Here's a crazy one. Carrier pigeons... Mm -hmm. um, and cream for the longest time in, in some uh, part of Europe, they put cardboard or like, like that kind of stuff, cream in like a, a container on top of your milk, I guess you would get it at, at that time. And eventually these pigeons or some type of bird. I don't know why I said carrier pigeons, but just some type of bird learned that you could just peck Mike, it and get Mike it. Tyson's on the top of a building in New York City with carrier pigeons. Yeah, and but cream. so for years they were using this, right? And didn't have a problem. Once one figures it out, they all figure it out. So, of course, hold right? On, hold on, set it up again. So there's a, a glass bottle of milk with cream on top of in it in a cardboard container or a, something you could peck through. Oh, okay, okay. Some okay. sort of container that you could peck through. All right, I got and you. And once they did, they all did. Well, something happened and there was a war. I know I'm butchering this story, but the point stays the same. There was something where they stopped using those for years and years and years due to something like um, something to do with a war, I think, and like a military thing and like a supply and demand thing. Well, long story short, they 
bring these things back out and immediately these birds know about and like know about it and get the cream right away. Same thing with like birds in another area where they start using them. The rat poison thing has a similar type of thing where once an animal figures something out, everyone can kind of figure it out. Even if they're not in the same area, the same region, there's no way to pass it on. They did. This is the study that uh, now I'm remembering one study that really kind of hammered home. They took rats and they had this sugary, acid thing and every time they would eat it they would get shocked right Mm -hmm. so these male rats knew that these male rats were then introduced to female rats impregnated them taken away the baby rats came out with knowing knowing not not to to, do that to do that so that made people look into epigenetics which means that some part of your dna or something in your genetics gets passed through in your sperm etc and it was like they sunk a bunch of money into it well anyway this one guy has this theory of morphic resonance which is this collective and it's and it explains so many unexplainable moments and deja vus and all of that and like things that we kind of like have you ever said the same word as someone else at the same time or had a thought at the exact yeah. same moment mm-hmm. as somebody else and it was like dude that was weird yeah. and it happens more often with people you're in tune with or people yeah, you think be- alike because with. because you're around them around i didn't like how i said around yeah but you're around them so often that there is a connection formed i don't know what that connection is or how it's formed but you like you said you are in tune with them like they become a part of you you become part of them type deal it's like it's like um living living with somebody regardless of who it is or your relationship to them there is a part of you that becomes a part of them and vice versa. Do you believe in like people being able to sense when something is wrong? Like, have you ever had an experience where like your mom calls you and she's like, is everything okay? Or I was worried or, or she knew that something was wrong or you hear people say that a lot, right? Yeah. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, not really outside of the fact of someone being like, Hey, call me. And then like, Oh, something's wrong, isn't it? Like, yeah, call yeah. me. But it, it, it's never been like a a gut feeling that I've ever had that something's been wrong. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'll tell one quick story on this, and then we can move on to whatever. So, DMT, psychedelic, very powerful, produced in the brain. I wanted to bring that up for one thing, and then I wanted to tell a quick story on it. Uh, a lot of people theorize that the visions people get, especially at nighttime, involving UFOs, um, aliens, ghosts, and other sorts of things that can be chalked up as hallucinations, hallucinations yeah. and, and craziness and schizophrenia, oftentimes happen at night when your body is producing natural DMT. And DMT helps produce, I think it's involved in dreaming and other things. Mm -hmm. And it definitely takes you into a different type of mental state while you're sleeping. And it's produced in large amounts in near death situations, high adrenaline situations. When you die, when you orgasm, it's produced when you breathe at different rates. You can increase it in your lungs, the liver, and the pineal gland. It's either theorized heavily or known to exist there. And in other animals, it's definitely known to exist there. That is the long story short with DMT. It's an odd thing that 
seems to be some sort of molecule that links people to a sense of spirituality, hallucinations that you just would never fathom, and things that are seemingly magical. That is that, and there a lot of times when people bring up things like seeing things, hallucinating things on their own, the people who know about DMT are typically like, was it at night? Were you like half awake? Were you awake at a time you're usually asleep? There are all these sort of things, and maybe nobody knows the the right answer because it's been so long. Those are things that people talk about. Regardless, I don't think that makes what you see any less real, so to speak. If that makes sense, I, uh, I, no, I can understand where you're coming from because if 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 you look at it from the perspective of at that point in time, that's your reality that you're living in, and and is and is this thing making you hallucinate something that yeah. isn't there, or is it showing you something that is there that you normally cannot Wouldn't see? see. Yeah, People yeah. who have done DMT, the same thing that is theorized to cause these sort of visions, people who have done it would usually argue it's not something that you just hallucinate; it's something you are kind of. Awake, you're you're woke. You're to. being <laughs> you're you're just opened up to, and you're it's calling, there. You're calling people trans. You're opening and... up a door and taking a good look at something that is there that yeah. usually the door is closed. You know that that makes a lot of sense. Um, I've obviously not done a lot of research into that, but that, I mean that's a that's a pretty logical explanation. Yes, uh, I would never say that that's what happened because that doesn't. It's not as simple as that. Yeah, you know. But but that's that's a that's a that's a good good bullet point to put underneath of a story that right. that this is what could be happening. So it brings me to a something that reminds me. You saw somebody. You said you saw an aborigine. All these things. <laughs> yep. Um, ap- what did you say you saw? Not an ab. Is that what you said? Aboriginal. Aboriginal. Okay. Um, <laughs> just so- a really dark person from Australia. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, my buddy, who's actually from Peru, uh, where DMT is used spiritually and kind of culturally and in shamanic rituals that have been around since civilization there, I guess, um, uh, in ayahuasca ceremonies, it's a tea that's brewed with DMT. I guess the be- that's that's kind of the is, thing. Is is sorry, I didn't mean to Go cut ahead. you off. Is DMT or ayahuasca is one of those referred to like as the god drug? Yes. Okay. Both. Okay. The, the the hallucinogen in DMT. I mean, in ayahuasca, ayahuasca is a brew in which DMT becomes orally activated. You could not eat DMT and trip without something that kills this stomach acid. DMT is so insane, dude, that it is theorized to be in every single living thing that there is in, in plants that it's in high amount, the acacia tree, they can, they can send signals to other acacia trees, letting them know, or like it's a bush or something that if a deer comes up and eats one of them, it can tell a, an acacia tree, I think up to a mile away to make itself taste more bitter so that a, a deer won't want to eat it. It can make itself taste bitter and is it this has a to do theory with, or is no, that's proven, proven dude. 100% okay. proven. I promise. Okay. Um, and I, mean, I might be butchering something slightly. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do with being upwind or something like that, but they, they know that plants communicate, dude. When you look into mushrooms, mushrooms have like, we're more like mushrooms than mushrooms are like plants. We're more like mushrooms than we are apes. 
I don't know if that's not, I don't know about that, but there's a theory. It gets even crazier. I just sound, I officially am going on record. I just sound like a Joe Rogan podcast right now. I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Joe Rogan experience. Um, (laughs) But it just so happens that that's where I've gathered a lot of this information. Um, And uh, no, it's cool. Uh, I mean, there's actually a theory that, that humans came from apes eating mushrooms, which rapidly sped up uh, brain development conscious thought, creation, self-awareness, etc. Um I don't want to go too far down all that. It doesn't matter a ton, but you know, ayahuasca either way yeah, yeah, yeah. Origina- originated in Peru. DMT is the extract of this that comes in all these barks. Oh, every living thing, grass. Grass has DMT in it. Cool. Yeah, crocodiles see with their pineal gland and it produces DMT. They have an ability to see with it. The pineal gland is also referred to as the third eye? Yes. Okay. In humans? Yes. Okay. Uh, And we have a much more calcified pineal gland than people did back in the day, which means that there's a chance that if you were able to produce DMT through your pineal gland, through forms of meditation, through forms of breathing, even just what they call milking your pineal gland, which is like a physical act of like doing something with it. I, I don't know that as extensively, but- it can cause people to have a similar thing. I mean, cave art looks the same when Aztecs draw it, as Egyptians draw yeah. it, as this, and they all kind of have this half animal, half human, alien-like, crazy flying devices, similar things to that you experience. And even the sh- the way the pyramids are and all that, it looks like... DMT. Even crazier, the stuff you see on DMT is usually a lot of times, like you said, you saw like an ancient looking in you know, Native American type person. No, you said I saw. Oh, <laughs> what did you just saw? No, I thought, I thought you were making a joke. I don't know so what that I just, means. I, I, I don't thought, know the word. I get it mixed no, up. Apparition. Apparition is what? Aboriginal. It, it's like that's the people in Australia. They're like the the very dark skinned people in Australia. Okay. I, I no, caught I that thought, when I you thought, said but what did you actually see? No, what no, is no. it? I saw an apparition. So I saw a a figure of a woman with very distinct facial features. Very feminine facial features. I could see eyes, nose, mouth. What is the definition of apparition? I don't that's, know. Let me look it up. Well that so an apparition think, is like a, a I think it I think an apparition just a, refers to um a silhouette of a person, a, uh, a vision. Know. It doesn't describe the person, does it? Well, no, it doesn't. It's not a. It, yeah, apparition, a ghost or ghostly image of a person. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, that clears that up. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely fucked that. Up. <laughs> well, I anyway. just thought I had uh, like half naked. I'm not even going to tell the Peru story now. No. So my buddy does DMT for the first time. He's never tripped in his life, never done anything like that. He was always fascinated about it. His people always said that that taking ayahuasca makes you face your fears and that you see, I don't know, you see other stuff. But that was the main thing he said about it. And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was the soundboard I wanted to use for like... Uh, Anyway, sorry, dude. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, so here it goes. He does DMT. And he says, well, one of the things he saw was this crazy flower that was just opening up and he was like in it and it was just so beautiful. Doesn't matter a ton. Then he saw this guy who was throwing like pointy things at him. And he said he was like, 
this blue guy and uh, was throwing these sharp objects that he couldn't touch. He was like, dude, they were so sharp. I was like worried that they were going to hit me and I was getting pissed at this guy and he just kept chucking sharp shit at me. I was like, fuck, dude. And then he starts to tell me another time he saw me. Well, I, I, I need to just cut to the chase with it. He then told me after we weren't in the group of people, he goes, bro, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, you know what? He goes, the, the guy I saw, man, I need to tell you when I was younger, I was like six, I was outside and I see a man and he was little guy. He looked like an elf and he goes, and he said that he was green. He's like, I saw the man and we had a moment and we just stood there looking at each other. And it was like, there was like a, they knew that the, each other saw each other. And, and this is when he was a kid. Yeah. And he's like, and he said he's, it stuck with him forever. Well, and he said when he did the DMT, he said he saw that guy but he was all grown up. He was still tiny like an elf and he was blue now instead of green. And when he first saw him, he was like, oh my God, it was like the biggest feeling of deja vu. They both had this tender moment where they just stood there and looked at each other and it said it was very emotional for him, like extremely emotional. And he doesn't know what or why. And he felt like he's like, I need to see that again and figure out what that was about. Well, it, like, Whoa. It doesn't, so him being like six years old and seeing this figure... Before even being introduced to ayahuasca or right. DMT. So isn't there kind of a theory floating around that with like dogs and young children that maybe not so much dogs, but because kids, they're they're more receptive and more open to seeing things and being a part of the world as opposed yes. to like being molded into adults and what you're supposed to see, what you're supposed to hear and like... Ghosts don't exist, like that kind of shit. As a child, you're just more receptive and more open to the world around you. So yeah, couldn't couldn't that? I think I just kind of got off topic or on a tangent a little bit, but couldn't that like fold into that story? Oh, it it definitely could. I I mean, as a kid, lots of kids see stuff like that. If like kids if, have bizarre. There's a, bu a bunch of bizarre stories about kids claiming to be other people yeah like they yeah, have memories yeah. of other mm -hmm. lives and there's never been anything that's insanely proven but there are definitely some compelling stories like that man like yeah. if you're gonna believe something that one's a little more believable than some of the stuff that's out there i think i think if you're gonna believe a lot of shit probably the stuff coming from a children is a little bit or from a child is a little bit more credible because they're not as corrupt yeah they're not like their minds aren't as corrupted as like ours are right like there's there's nothing to gain out of from a child saying that they saw this or they're this person and they can describe the person um to a t there's no there's no gain from that yeah now now hearing something like that like what what if you were to do dmt and like immediately could you imagine if you saw the same woman you saw in your house when you were in 10th grade, ninth or 10th See, grade, uh, well, it would be a moment of moments. And then it would make you wonder if you have known this thing all of that time and it has known you in a weird way, right? Because like, why is it still there? What is it doing? That That's a mind blowing thing to yeah. have happen. And here, here's the thing. I would recognize that figure right away because I can see it every time I close my eyes. If, if I, I, I know what it looked like. That's yeah. how clear it was. 
So, and that type of conviction is something that I think anybody who has experienced something like DMT will walk away with where no amount of somebody who hasn't experienced its logic matters. Yeah. Just like when you've experienced that and you've seen that and you're like, no, I stood there looking at it for 30 seconds. Yeah. No, I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. I've never been drive, driving around and thought I saw a car that wasn't there or some bullshit. This was out of this world and it just does not make sense for that mm -hmm. to be the one hallucination of my life. Yeah. Like the, I could see how when you experience it, like you said, experiencing it is seeing is believing. I could really imagine when you do something like that, that validifies something in your life and ties it together years and years later. Like what if every 10 years you saw that woman? That would be insane. Like every five to 10 years you have another experience with her. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is another, another theory with like, paranormal activity is that um sp spirits will get latched onto a person okay and just follow them i mean i don't i'm i'm not a religious person at all i don't believe in heaven or hell i don't believe in any of that stuff but i do believe in an energy that that when you die your body leaves behind an energy or could maybe maybe doesn't but you could leave behind an energy and then maybe that whatever it may be that energy could get attached to your physical energy for whatever reason yeah and could hypothetically stay with you from wherever you go from place to place not as like not as not as a possession because I, I don't like I said, I don't believe in heaven or hell, so I don't believe in possessions. I think, I think a lot of the times that's just kind of bullshit or just someone with a, a mental issue. Yeah. But I do, and, and, and that kind of ties back into what we were talking about, how if you and I spent enough time together, then we could somehow be linked mentally. So yeah. why, why, why wouldn't that be feasible that, the energy of somebody that died years ago that was left behind get attached to another person. Does that make Dude, sense? Dude, oh, uh, if it's entirely possible. Yeah. My whole view is any of that is possible and any explanation that even remotely makes sense is possible. Likely it is too hard to guess or to have any inkling as to which explanation is possible. Yeah. But I think you could come up with a bunch of theories like that that are all like, yeah, I could believe that. Or, yeah, that does make sense. Um, I mean, there are so many factors, but I would say that it makes sense. I... If I had to put my money on it and there were there was some sort of legit spirit realm or like other thing where like you go that can tap into this world and all that, that there would be specific ones that have something to do with you. That yeah. each person has their own separate set, and, it, and maybe and, one that oversees it all too. And, but and it's uniquely different to that person. It might even be you in another realm, you, some sort of connection that you just don't understand here. But I think there's something like that. I think it explains. I think tapping into that pretty much explains most religions, and it doesn't need to yeah. be just through psychedelic drugs. Like I said, there are many ways to 
to go into head spaces that come away with similar conclusions, deep meditation, starvation, extreme uh, cold, you know, extreme cold, extreme heat, like dehydration, all of these things give people similar sort of things and near death experiences, especially that dude. Yeah, that's that's near death experiences and um, people who have died yeah. And get brought back brought back to life is something that fascinates me. Me too. It's it it, it it's such a cr- I heard a story on the radio the other day about a guy or it was a woman that got struck by lightning. Woman or a man, whatever. But they were dead for 20 minutes. Legally dead for 20 minutes and they the paramedics or whatever kept resuscitating them and hitting them with the defibrillator and they came back like that's a person i would like to talk to right yeah to figure out what that is about you can read a lot of it online they've done a lot of like uh there's a lot of compounded research with near-death experiences and common things um i do think that it's tapping into a similar thing I think there are other things, like you said, kids being open to more things existing and maybe being able to see other ways like dogs can pick up on magnetic fields and can see things that we don't that can give off mm-hmm. the type of emotion that's running through somebody, like the way they're feeling in a different uh, way. Uh, I uh, This dog in particular, he he's very, uh, and every dog, but he's very receptive to emotion and how a person's feeling. Because you've met him. He's yeah. he, he's very in your face and always is up in your shit. But if there's something off with you, he picks it up and he'll he'll sit just like kind of sit next to you type deal. If there's yeah. something going on. I dude, I believe it. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but dogs well, and, really can do some crazy and, things. And and that's that that shit's proven because they have seizure dogs. Dogs that sense when a seizure's about to happen in people and they have like cancer yeah. sniffing dogs and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man. You know, birds have an, an odd ability to know which direction you're going to go. Like if you're if you're walking somewhere with purpose and you know which way you're going to go, mm-hmm. I don't know how tr- I've heard this passed around enough times where I don't know exactly how they know this, but birds have an ability to sense where you're going to go upwards to a mile and a half ahead of you and they can go there and like wait for you to go there. Well, that's that's easy to see when you watch a flock of blackbirds flying in the sky when there's like 3,000 birds moving in unison and I've actually heard maybe this is wrong I don't know maybe I misheard I really don't care but there's there's a chemical that they emit because like when you watch 3,000 birds all of a sudden bank right they're not talking to each other chemtrails Yes. <laughs> Birds are emitting chemtrails. <laughs> the Illuminati is putting Ugh. chemtrails in the birds. They've attached little biological weapons to the birds. Yeah, dude, birds are so fucking weird. I was watching Animal... Uh, not Animal Planet. <laughs> fucking, yeah. <laughs> Planet Earth. I was watching Animal Planet. No. And the the season two of Planet Earth, one of them I think is jungles or something. There was this bird that looked crazy and it like... In order to attract itself to like a woman, like a female bird, the length in which it has to go through in order for 
all the stars to align that they find a mate. It's like what an odd purpose and sense of duty and specific knowledge you have of, of what you're supposed to do. It was like they had to clear away for the sun to peek through. Like, so they had to, I guess, trim like trees and and get leaves out of the way to find a way to just light up themselves. And it was like a Mm -hmm. paradise bird or something. I don't know. That's that, that shit. That's all relative though. Cause I mean, the way like, yes, it's crazy that these animals go through all of these rituals, but then when you put it in the perspective of, if you're getting ready to go out on a Friday night and you're hypothetically single, what are you going to do? You're going to shower. You're you're going to go through all these rituals. Yeah. To attract a mate. It's I it's just an animal instinct and it I think it 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 uh goes from um animal to animal and each ritual's different. We are the least instinctual animal. Oh, it, ju- for sure. For, for judging sure. by what we assume other animals yeah, are yeah, consciously yeah. aware of and the amazing things they still can do, like are hardwired to do, like the way a cat will figure out how to hunt and yeah. be able to do the things that it does, or just a house cat, you know, that maybe has a yeah. lineage of domesticated whatever, and they'll, they'll do some miraculous stuff in that way. And then, you know, birds... Um, I, uh, speaking off what animals can see, there's different types of brain waves, and there's like alpha and beta, which are very common brain waves for humans to run on. Mm-hmm. But then there's th- uh, theta brain waves, which I, I again I can't get Sound, overly specific, familiar. but it's a type of thinking that when you're like in the present and when you're in a primal state, you run on. So you're not reacting to things with like an anxious or proactive or thought out manner and reflecting and all that. It's more like you're, an animalistic instinct. And other animals sense when you are doing that and they will then open up to you in a different way. And that is a lot of explanation where you do hear so many people being like, dude, I was super stoned or I was on mushrooms or whatever. And this fucking animal came up to me like, and it was like, dude, it's cause you're fucked up. It's like, yeah, but I've been drunk around a dog. <laughs> A dog isn't like, oh my God, are you okay? And then birds flying up to yeah. you. And cra- animals do crazy shit to people who are tripping. No, crazy shit, I, dude. I, I, I think animals are very sensitive. They pick to, up on something. Yeah. Very much so. <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you another story about a um, an aboriginal. <laughs> the- <laughs> this, one, this one wasn't so much of like seeing something. This was more um audible but it involves a dog and it involves them being more in tune to the surroundings and stuff like that so same farmhouse sitting in my bedroom sitting at the computer and um i start hearing all these knockings like in the um upper corners of the of the room And this was back in the AIM days. So I'm fucking around on AIM at like 11 o'clock at night. And then I look back and I'm watching, I'm watching my dog and his head would like dart to the left and he'd be looking up at the, where the ceiling meets the wall. And then I'd hear a uh, knock 
And then he'd look to the right, like complete opposite directions. It's not like it was just going in a circle around the corners of of the ceiling and wall. Yeah, it was it was like left, right, hard turns, um, not in sequence type deal. Yeah, just bouncing around the room, and everywhere he would look, about two seconds later, there'd be a fucking knock on the wall. Must have smelled something. Or. <laughs> or sense, sense that it was it was like a what do you think it was i i have no clue what it was I, that, that's that's something that that i can't explain dude it's so weird it, you know what makes that really fucking weird to me is that like the same dog that picks up on that you'll be taking them for a walk and they'll be shocked that a bunny was there the yeah, whole time yeah it's like you didn't smell that fucking bunny <laughs> and we were right next to it you got surprised to see the bunny but like you can pick up on this scent yeah. that uh, it's crazy the way some dogs smell and the way they are aware of things and the same dog will be totally oblivious sometimes yeah that that i can't I can't chalk up to like a supernatural experience, but it was crazy. And it wasn't like a like yeah. a light little tap. It was like a Oh chill. We got we got diesel over here. He's the over anxious boxer. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a loud knocking. And I don't know what the fuck it was. I I didn't see anything. I just saw the reaction of the dog and the noise. So all right, so question. Do you want to just talk another 10, 15 minutes on supernatural type stuff, or did you have something you wanted to get to? I mean, I I, I had some, like, um, bullshit, like, observational stuff just that I, I had written down. Let me see what I got. Or... I was uh, listening to a podcast today, and it was these guys talking about... Um, Something near Area 51. It was like alien based. Dude, made that, me think of supernatural shit. That, like alien stuff, supernatural stuff, anything under that umbrella, conspiracies, that stuff captivates me. Yeah. It, it really does when it's convincing and the person seems yeah. uh, like to have integrity and there's a lot of stories or, you know, like a guy like, you know, that Alex Jones guy? Yeah, I mean he's Info a nutcase. Wars, yeah. He's a nutcase, dude. But sometimes he says stuff that gets right. Well, where it's like, man, what 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 is he right about that sounds crazy? It's 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 funny that we we kind of jumped to conspiracies because that's something that I've had written down for a while. Okay, and are you into one? Um, not one specifically. I'm just all kinda, of them. I'm yeah. <laughs> I I I just I I love. I love a good conspiracy because I heard it explained like this. People love conspiracies because they want to see how bad things can be. Yeah. And how bad things can get. That's why I like a lot of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> how bad can we imagine shit to be? <laughs> Old Yeller. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and that, no, I just, I, when, so like on Instagram, you know how you have that Explorer page? Yeah. So, a lot of stuff that pops up in mine is conspiracy-based stuff. Okay. And then, like, when all the Pizzagate shit was going on, I'm like, there's no fucking way that this is true, because this is just so fucking sadistic and terrible. Yeah. But, but then, but then, recently, it just broke the, um, I, I, I don't, I won't say recently, because that might not be true, 
But the dude who did um, Top of the Pops. In, That's the name of a documentary? No, no, no. Oh. It, it was the name of the show. And I actually, this is, um, it, it was like one of the minute clips off of the Joe Rogan experience that popped up in my oh. in my feed that I started watching. This guy, like, raped like 500 kids. And it's documented and confirmed. Ugh. So when you start, like, when I start hearing, like, I, I was like, Pizzagate's, Pizzagate can't be real. Like, these kid, these people aren't sacrificing and killing children to drink their blood for adrenochrome or whatever the fuck it is. But then you hear stories that it's like, yeah, but have you ever tried adrenochrome? It's like really good <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> Once you got a taste or something, like crackheads are willing to steal from their parents, man. You get your hands on some adrenochrome, you'll do anything for it. It's it's just we it, eat veal. Fuck it. Yeah. No, that's crazy, dude. It's 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 wild. And, and that and, stuff's hard to hear about. It's weird up top, man. And people have so much integrity with like people in power and politics and stand by the. That shit creeps me out. All the sex kid shit that's out there and like... Well, that's... that's The sex kid stuff is one instance, but then just the overarching... Yeah, like um, Bohemian Grove and all that kind of stuff. It fascinates me because I so badly want that shit to be real, but then again, I don't want it to be real. Yeah. Because I like I I want all the major like powerful politicians in this world, or in the United States, wherever, just go into a place in California and just fucking each other. But then again, I don't want that to be the I, case. I think what we can definitely agree on is we would like it to be exposed if it's real. Yeah, if it's real, we would like it to be like proven, sent home like yeah to a T. It, I, I had a thought on on this not long ago. I was thinking about all the Harvey Weinstein stuff. People were talking about him, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what he yeah. did, and it made me think about like you know what you can get away with at a local small level because there was a couple people who got busted who owned MMA gyms or, or martial arts gyms or jujitsu gyms or there was a couple people who got outed as being sexual predator type people in Maryland in Mar- uh, in PA oh. maybe one in like western Maryland or Virginia and then there is a school that is affiliated with a guy then there's some rape culture history in him there's been rumors of of gyms that are in Brazil you know the origins of um, not not yeah. at a Gracie school but I've heard stuff before and it's rumors you don't know what's true you don't know what isn't but then you see like like the level of power that you have when you own a gym. It's like a small cult like following. Yeah, you yeah. can get away with some things. Yeah. Then there's like the next tier or like a, a couple tiers up. Then you get into the kind of shit that happens at Penn State that happens with Harvey Weinstein, and, right? And that's that, what's it like at the top? Take a power jump, dude. Dude, that's that's what I'm talking about. Even yeah. at the Penn State level, the amount of cover up that went went on with all right. that and none of this is original this is these aren't like original statements that i'm making a, a million people have said the same shit over and over again it's just it's crazy to me that that can happen has happened and the cover-ups that are involved Dude, with it it's bizarre and, it, and it's something about i think when you're high up like that 
man, you can just cause so much damage. And once you're willing to do it, and once you have the power at your fingertips to do what you want, like... You just give a guy like that power, like you give, what would happen if the dude at, at, if Jerry Sandusky was, was president, what would happen if, if he was even higher up than what he was and had more influence? It's just, yeah. And then there's, there's, there's another funny, I think it's, I think it's funny, but there's another conspiracy, conspiracy about rappers that. Tied into their um, contracts, they're essentially forced to partake in homosexual activities, and that shit is videotaped, and then they just hold it over their heads. Ugh. Like it's like I think that shit will wind up on World Star. <laughs> no. There'd be like one or two leaks. Uh, but but see, like I think it's I think it's so funny that that would that could be a thing, and and someone would someone would make up that story, but it's like the stuff that is coming out that is proven to be true. It's okay, dude. It's not on my real phone. It's on my burner. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, like I don't know, conspiracies. Yeah. I just love conspiracies. And I I love forming my own opinions about them. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. It's, it's scary sometimes. But then, because well, there are, hmm. there is some shit that's like, been proven and you're like oh fuck mm-hmm. this is oh well, uh the jerry Sand- sandusky thing yeah i mean when you if you're looking at like child stuff I mean, you saw what the power of the catholic church was yeah. able to do yeah. and cover up both do and cover up you could definitely see how things that a lot of people know about stay hush hush mm-hmm. it, we're in the era and generation of everything being exposed but, but it's still only so exposed exactly yeah. it's not all out there yet we're we're discovering some crazy it's, stuff all the time it, it's slowly coming out and it's it's wild dude i heard something about this the other how in the hell i heard there i read a list of artists that r kelly has worked with since everything that has happened with him because he had a he had another go around with stuff like he was involved in a sexual ring or something with what did you watch the um that documentary no crazy on r kelly yeah can you believe that that famous musicians and people want to work with him and do songs with him because after that shit came out man his music surged ugh like and that's that's the that's the terrible thing about hollywood is it's it's monetary man it doesn't give a fu- like your image <laughs> doesn't matter it's all about the money as soon as that surviving r kelly documentary came out the the plays on spotify skyrocketed there's no there's no shame but so, if you're a musician, why would like like Lady Gaga? Why would you want to work with Lady Kelly? Gaga? Work with I R. think Kelly? she was on the list of people since stuff has come out of people who've worked with him. What are we song. What are we talking about? Are we talking about the <coughs> the release of the documentary, documentary? I don't know if it has to do with the documentary, but there's. Or are we talking about like in the last not, fifteen years? I'm not just talking about since he peed on a girl. I'm talking there was more stuff that came out. Like he was involved in like a so- a child sex ring that was yeah. this has been known about for at yeah. least a handful of years, right? Yeah, yeah. Few well, years. the 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 peeing on video, I mean that's that's old old. 
that that's got to be like fifteen. Something else happened with him. You, you kind of knew who he was. It yeah. wasn't just one instance. Nah, the writing was on the wall. Yeah, so it's an odd thing to want to work with a guy like that who's done that shit. It's bizarre the way Hollywood and and, and at that I, level of power. I think when you get to that level of celebrity, you're beholden to the contract not yourself anymore so it's like if you're if you're an artist and you're signed to a label um you're pretty much going to do whatever the fucking label tells you to yeah or, or actor outside of outside of music if you're an actor i mean you're going to go where the money is or else they're going to fucking ruin you yeah yeah I, that's the thing there's the fear um, there are a lot of people who like, the, I brought up how Paulie Shore is commonly talked about as being extremely inappropriate as like yeah. a person. Um, he has like security guards who will go out and this, I've heard this multiple times. And one time it was somebody had happened to them. They were telling it to me this as fans first, of comedy. A first hand A security guard came up to a table where a guy and his, and his wife were seated mm-hmm. and the security guard went up to the woman and said, Paulie took or saw you from the audience and thought you were extremely attractive and wanted you to come back right in front of the husband. Dude, that's that's not like that's not that's an, not bad. I know that's not no, bad. No, oh, I'm what? saying I'm saying that's not an isolated incident. I oh. mean bands like Motley Crue and shit. I know, dude. Their but, security would go out and pick out the hottest chicks in the crowd and be like, hey, come backstage. Right. A lot of them underage. And I've heard things about Paulie Shore that aren't as for sure that are like, yeah. man, like that happened. And that's just it, like a Magoobie's joke house. That's yeah. just like a normal thing that happens. And these things, like when you start going down Google or you start, it's not like everybody's exposed who's a monster. Like yeah. a lot of people knew Louis C.K. was probably who he was before that shit. Yeah, people yeah. talk about that. Andy Dick is another one. That, yeah. He's yeah. one. Everyone's like, dude, they've seen him out with like 13, 14 year old boys or something. Oh, really? I, apparently, people have made comments of seeing him out in public with underage kids. It, do you think it doesn't? At some get, point in time. Do you think it doesn't get as much press because he's not as high profile as most I have people? No idea. I don't know if it just does. I don't know what it is, man. It's bizarre to me. Or uh, see, it's that kind of it's that kind of stuff where I I don't want to believe but like when people start talking about the illuminati and that kind of shit it's that kind of stuff that comes out like the 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 story you just told you you hear about it but it's not widely publicized so who's keeping it quiet like there there's right. there's there's a higher like i just brought up how kevin hart had that thing with the prostitute there's a video of kevin hart like doing sex shit with a a prostitute type woman. They think she was, I think she's a prostitute and it was like a drug thing too. Like it, it's like he was, and he's a family dude. He's got, but Tiger Woods does what he does and look how he gets buried for years. And then somebody like Kevin Hart does that. There's a video and no one really gives a shit and even knows about it. And he's still, I didn't, I didn't know about it. I know it's bizarre to me. The things that people latch onto or the things that, that, gain traction in the things that don't or things that people kind of let hush hush I, I don't know like because there, there there's there's a there's a puppet master something and, and it may not be one particular person but there's a larger group of people especially in the hollywood world uh, controlling everything 
maybe there's just a bunch of groups like that. Like if you're high up in the Freemasons, if you're high up in Scientology, yeah. if you rub elbows with the right politicians, I don't know what, um, but I'd fucking... there's certain power structures that are out there. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, it, it's it's just, it's naive to think that there aren't. And that I, in our lifetime, we, I know for sure. And after this, you say what you want, and then I, we probably got to wrap up. Okay. I know for sure that within the next 10 years, there will be several revel like discoveries, exposés, whatever, that will have our jaws so far through the floor, we will not believe what the fuck is happening and it's out there. It's not just a theory. It's not just the earth's flat. Oh, everyone, you know, are you, the government says, I think that this, in this day and age with countries that leak things, that emails that get leaked and stuff, there's going to come hard recorded evidence yeah. of people doing absolutely insane shit. You're going to turn on the TV and you're going to see Joe Biden in some circle and there's a fire pit that's shaped like a pentagram and he's jerking some little boy off. No, I, that sounds no. crazy, but mm -hmm. I'm not saying it'll be that. It might be that aliens have been living here. Something crazy is going to get it's, discovered. Dude, I, Something. I completely agree. And what did you say? 10 to 15 years? 10 years, I think. I think in I 10 think, years time. I think your timeline's too long. Well, I said there will be a few things. Yeah. In that, in that 10 years, the, it's going to touch on a little bit of everything, I think. Between, based strictly on the fact of that how our our society is so connected to the internet now and, like, how hackers are taking over shit, the government's going to get smarter, but the hackers are going to get even smarter. Yes. So, like, all the WikiLeaks stuff, I mean, how long ago was that? 10 years? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm... In 100% agreeance with you, but I think it might be sooner. All the talk is that aliens, all, I hear a lot of people talking about how that, that the government, like New York Times has released certain things, other things. I think that, but I don't know. And then, of course, the true conspiracy theorists are like, that's a decoy. The real shit is out there and it's a distraction. Yeah, They're going to talk about this. False flag type shit. I don't know, but I bet you that one of them has to do with that. One of them is going to be a thing like Scientology times 20. Uh, like an like Illuminati, the, like a, yeah. finding out that the Freemasons actually are really crazy at the top, or something extremely nutty um, that that is just even more shocking than we would ever believe. More shocking than North Korea being what it is, or any expose. There's going to be stuff exposed unlike anything that's ever been exposed. Dude, I can't wait. We're just scratching at the balls. Yeah. When we hear these things, dude, when we hear them... And they get talked about so many of them. You can just throw out the window. So much of that Alex Jones bullshit, the yeah. fucking flat Earth people, all that. Just throw yeah. it out, dude. Something is going to stick, and something is going to be as big as that. I, I I think so. I hope. I hope it makes sense to me. It does. It, it's, it, it, the ball's rolling, and it's it's like the, a snowball going down a hill. It just yeah. gets bigger, collecting more snow. Something big is going to be the, at the world. End of that. The world's too big, and there's too much hidden regardless of the scale of it yes there's just too much hidden by the government or, or from the government to its people the government hides too much from its people and we're we're in a transparent day and age because what's like 
Oh yes, exactly. So it's too. It's yeah. so transparent. The fact that stuff like that exists right now and we don't even know about it. Like I was, I was about to say, it shocks me. I was about to say, what what do they say that the the government technology is like twenty years ahead of what we have? Yeah, I hear that. I hear stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know specifically if that's the number, I, but I, 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 but I, don't I mean, approximately, I'm sure experts would let's say that. Let's say 10 to 20 years. They keep shit like that in the dark for sure. Let's say, let's say the government, the government, tech, the technology that the government has right now is 20 years or let's say 10, 10 years more advanced than what we have right now. Just take a, take a cell phone from, from 2019 to 2009. Look at that ten year gap in technology. I mean, that's a that's a huge uh, gap. Oh yeah, the stuff is changing rapidly. Yeah, rapid. The stuff we're able to do and the stuff that we were not able to do, mm-hmm. like the difference between fourteen hundred and fifteen hundred. No fucking the the difference between. 1970 and 1997. Well, I mean, what I mean is, if you compare two, yeah, you just yeah, take a yeah, hundred yeah. years out of there. Yeah, we've developed things in five years sometimes. Yeah, that is more drastic than it moved the in mo- hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. The more advanced technology gets, the faster it progresses. Yeah, and. I think the same thing is going to be said with all this shit getting leaked. I think other countries might step in and expose some stuff too. I think so too. About us. With grudges and yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. Um, Fun discussion. Uh, Anything else you want to add? No. No. Except fuck leg. The one I will say is if you haven't looked into it much and people should, is you got to look into fucking Joe, creepy Joe Biden stuff. Oh, that like is the, so weird. The dude. touching, so weird. I the, don't understand the 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 touching, like the creeping hand so and stuff. So fucking weird, yeah. man. So weird. Like putting his hand on the breast of like a twelve year old girl. He's so mm-hmm. you, the look in his face. This spacey dude mm-hmm. who's like half there. Oh, he's all there when he's doing that, dude. Yeah. He has tunnel vision. Oh, because yeah, I mean, you can you can just listen back, and this isn't this is multiple occasions. This is in no way a political statement whatsoever. This is not Democrat, not Republican, nothing. But look back at some of the fucking speeches that he's given, and how out of it he's been, and how he mumbles over his words and trips over his words and says all the wrong stuff. But then. When he's got his hand around Dude, a kid. He sees beauty. Yeah. He could cry. It's such a beautiful moment to have <laughs> such a beautiful young girl right in front of him. It that it looks like it looks like he could cry and just say, come here and just start kissing her like yeah. he fucking loves her. So creepy. So, so creepy. Joe Biden is insanely creepy. Yeah. They so, all I mean, are. Yeah. Yeah, but but that guy's very weird, man. Yes. That's no. like the seventh heaven dude type, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of like. I'm going to be a wholesome guy, turmoil. but then I'm going to touch kids on the side. And the thing is, people in the gut, if, if we know from videos, what do you think people know who actually they know, know the dude? That's what, that's what I was talking about, all the Pizzagate shit and stuff like that. If If these little morsels are being leaked... Dude. It's a risky thing to be the one. There was a guy, at the, I, I know I keep talking about it, this seriously will be it. There was a guy at the gym recently, we were talking about somebody, and he goes, you know, I, people say or something, that that guy like is like weird with his girl, like might hit his girl. Mm-hmm. Like this guy just comes to class occasionally. And I was like, what? He's like, that's what I heard. 
And I was like, fuck. But it's like, who wants to be the person to really get that word yeah. out when you don't know? And you don't realize it till you're in a circle like that where you're like, man, people do protect things or mm-hmm. they don't want to be the ones to say it. They don't want to be the one that's wrong. And then it's too late. And next thing you know, everyone's like, yup, I knew that guy was creepy. Yeah. He was always weird. Look at the photos. Look at that. Yeah. Look no further than Joe Biden. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the buck stops there. Creepy. Woody Allen, it's all fucking creepy, dude. I could go on forever about it. It's 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 weird. It's and especially now with the whole Me Too stuff coming out, the the pedophilia in Hollywood and politics is crazy. Yeah, dude. Cuz what 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 Willie Woody Allen married his like 14-year-old Stepdaughter. stepdaughter, yeah. Elvis did the same shit. Dude, he he so married weird. Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis. Maybe not Elvis, but I think he might have. But Jerry Lee Lewis married his fourteen or fifteen year old cousin. I think when you do that in the culture that we're in, you're a monster. Like it's one thing if that's your culture and it's yeah. like a, a big cultural gap, like we do, you know, some tribe from some place or certain areas where they think it's okay to marry at 14, whatever. In American culture, if you're no. doing that shit when mm-hmm. you're in a position of power, you need to be like extradited from power. Yeah. You have it all taken away. Like, oh, chill, give me some of your money, give me back some of your shit. You got to gain some weight, start being unattractive. Let's cut your balls off. <laughs> yeah, cat. Cast- Send you back out there. I, you know, I, you make a joke, but I think castration's a. a it's not a bad idea. What are you going to do? punishment for that. Just lock them in a cell for the rest of their life. Like, I mean, nah, def- make it make it fucking worth it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. That stuff's just that's like the one thing too that's just off limits. Like you can't even talk about a problem. Like if you're struggling and you're into kids or some shit. Like, or, or that kind of weird stuff, or, you know, like, man, I'm kind of into, dude, I worked with that one, crit. The, uh, don't, no it, names. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I could say it. He, what's he going to do? It, I, it's only his first what, name, Chris. He, he didn't, he, he was worried about having a daughter because he didn't want to fuck it or something like that. That, I don't know if he said that. I thought you said that. that Maybe he, he said, said that, that, dude. He said so many creepy or things. Or he was, he, he was, was into wor- younger girls. He was worried about. Oh, oh, okay. We're he talk- didn't get into the police. That was actually we're talking Brandon's- about a we're talking about a different person. Let's, it, it, with this kind of stuff, try not to say names. Well, I don't care. I will say what I mean. I'm not going to say his name and spell it out and get yeah. him in trouble. But if if it's only enough where he is, well, I guess people can look into it. If it, you're right, yeah. that's we'll, a bad idea. We'll say, especially when it comes to like pedophilia and shit, or maybe we should be. Exposing I'm okay it. with saying what yeah. I know. Uh, I know for a fact a guy was oddly interested in younger girls. And then there was the um, Stinky's brother. That was the one who said he didn't yeah. want to have a daughter. Yeah, because he, he th- that's what I. Yep, that's th- that and is, they're creepers. And I tell everybody dude, they're creepers. That is, that's that the first is, thing I say about them. They're fucking creepy, dude. If 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 you're making a statement like that, um, which is completely hypothetical and years down the road, like you're in no position to be having a kid. Ugh. You've got no kid on the way, and you're regardless. Even if you if your kids. Uh, two days from being born to say you don't want to have a daughter because you might be attracted to it. Crazy, dude. Crazy. That's fucking weird. All right. I gotta yeah, go. Yeah, let's end it. Cool. Later. See ya.